We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome in to Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock, and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast starting right now. Welcome back into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thank you guys so much for listening. As promised, the episode today is beer for kids. Beer for kids. Legally. Sort of. Sort of. Technically, no beer for kids is legal, but the way we're doing it today is very legal. No beer will be given to kids on this episode. No. Nor do we promote giving beer to underage people. But what we do promote is having your children pick beer for you based on the can art. This is correct. This and, is what happened to me. And uh, we Patrick told this story last week, but if you uh, missed last week's episode, he was at an event and uh, his youngest... Can I just say his youngest? I know it's technically not your sure. child, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We it, co- I, we, I am a parent. You are a parent. Um, you are apparently a parent. <laughs> uh, his youngest walked up and said, "You should get that one." So he did, and then he brought the two girls over and they picked beer for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick forgot one of the three beers. I today. did forget one of them, <laughs> um, or he drank it already. Well, no these these two were in front of each other in the fridge, and I was throwing other stuff in for the baseball show and things. I had a lot to like remember. And I just missed it. It's okay. It was only the stout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's sorry okay. about that. So the two beers we have in front of us are beer for kids, and uh, we will get to them in a moment. You can find this podcast, most places you can find podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Omni, Odyssey app, 1080thefan.com. And uh, you can find us on Instagram.com slash beers on us. Whoa. Sorry. Was that I'm a like up. thing you learned at the judging panel what oh no no i was just my nose was running oh i thought you like <laughs> cleared some nostril space to get oh, some more smell no, 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 in or something no 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 my my nose my nose was running i thought that was like Nothing a new, stra- new strategy although i'm really into this because i don't know maybe i had this well yeah this is a beer that you judged um and uh yeah instagram.com slash beers and us is where you can find us dm us there we're basically going to get rid of the facebook and twitter pages so uh if you want to follow us and interact with us it going to be on Instagram, or you can follow me on my personal Twitter at Mike Lynch 27 Patrick's at PDD085 on both Twitter and Instagram, but he's never on Twitter either, as no. much as he wants to be. As much as I pretend. Um, Actually, not really that much on Instagram either. <laughs> <laughs> you still post pictures, though. I, I try to. I see yeah. it. I see it. Uh, weekend beer-wise for me, uh, I had a delightful IPA that had some really great flavor profiles and some really unique hop combinations. It was the Nug Hug from Block 15. Not sure if you've had that yet or, or seen it on the shelves. Um, 
that spoke to me so much this weekend. I've had so many good, not great IPAs in the last couple months. Mm-hmm. And this one was just like the aroma was bursting with tropical flavors. And it really just was like everything I wanted in that moment. It may have been the timing of it as well, was just like tropical, hoppy, West Coast IPA, not too bitter perfection from Block 15. And it was unfiltered. So it had a little bit of the haze in it. And it was just, it was one of my favorite beers of the last few months. Was that's, that Nug Hug from Block 15? That's awesome. I'll keep on the lookout for it. Uh, and then I went to Grains of Wrath this weekend with my roommate and his friend. Uh, Patrick alerted me to the fact that they were tapping all of the beers they sent to World Beer Cup at the same time. And uh, he sent me a list of the ones that they tapped, and there was like 10 of them, nine of them. 10 or 11, something like that. And uh, so we went up there, and I tried the Baltic Porter. I tried the Dystopia, and I had the uh, Splatterhouse Dark Lager. And the Dystopia was perfect. Yeah. Like, I've had Dystopia many times at this point, but that may have been one of the best batches of Dystopia that I've had. I thought the Baltic Porter was quite tasty and the Dark Lager were both really, really good as well. But that dystopia just stood above the rest as like, wow, okay. I get why they sent this to World Beer Cup. Yeah, it's really exciting. I'm 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 headed to World Beer Cup and CBC the first week of May. And there's you know, if you do the math, you have like a two point four percent chance to win a medal at World Beer Cup. So the chances aren't very great. But tasting all those beers, and you know, I'll do a shameless plug here for grains of rap, no problem. Um I I think on a whole for Mike and Owen on the brew side and, you know, for me on distro side and, and to the rest of the team and, and Joe at Portland and Brandon, who helps us out too, uh, you know, we're not going to win a medal, uh, but we're very happy with the beers that are going. We're not sending bad beer. You know, we taste those beers, whether it's the Imperial Red IPA or the Vienna Lager or the Session IPA or the Black IPA. Uh, we feel really great about our beers that they're not going to medal, but we can't wait to hear feedback. Because we think they're some of the best stuff we've done. And you just never know. And you never know. 2.4% chance. Yeah, you get on the right table with the right judges, you never know. Yeah. They're the same beers we sent to OBA, too, so. Ah. Well, they'll be very different tasting panels for those two, I imagine. Very different tasting panels. World Beer Cup, I'm like. There's a bunch of Germans and Aussies and Kiwis and Americans and Czechs, and it's all over the place. Yeah, it's like, do Japanese beers go in there? Everybody, man, everybody. That's crazy. Um, So, yeah, that was my week in beer. Uh, I. I have a couple in the fridge that I bought this weekend that I'm very excited to try, but I'm waiting until the weekend to drink them. Uh, one of them is the Baltic Porter from Block 15, uh, which I, I saw promoted on Instagram but didn't see in the store last week. I haven't seen that. That's exciting. Uh, there was one left at Market of Choice when I saw it, and it was in the way back, and I was like, I spy with my little eye. Uh, so I'm going to try that. And then also, this is going to be interesting. Uh, not a podcast listener as far as I know, or he didn't know who I was if he is. Um I went to Market of Choice, and there was a guy standing in front of the IPA section, and I was looking at dates and obviously appeared to be a craft beer fan as opposed to just someone picking beer out. And I was picking some West Coast IPAs, and he was like, oh, you like West Coast IPAs? I was like, yes, uh, I do prefer them. I don't like hazies. And he directed me to a specific beer that uh, I'm a little nervous to try, but I bought because he specifically said that I should try it. Um, it is a collaboration West Coast IPA between Varietal, who uh, the first beer I had from Varietal I did not like. The second beer I had from Varietal I liked quite a bit. So I think they've uh, very quickly improved the beer that they're making. It is an, a West Coast IPA between them and Fort George. Mm. Now, 
no disrespect to Fort George. They are legends, but recently their beer has not been tasting great to me and my palate. Uh, I just haven't loved it. And uh, so I'm a little nervous about it, but he was like, this next is week new- on the podcast, Fort George sits in right. Chad's beer. It was like next week, or sorry, he said, this is brand new. I just tried it. I really liked it. Uh, he was a big fan of Fort George. So I will have that this weekend and I will report back next week uh, how that beer tasted. I'm uh, intrigued, nervous, but uh, happy to take a suggestion from a fellow craft beer fan. He was he was like, do you come here often? I was like, yeah, I'm here like once a week picking beer for the weekend. And he's like, oh, I'm here every day. And I'm, I'm like, oh. Okay. Cool story, bro. Yeah, he, there's like little like uh, high tables in the beer section. Uh-huh, I know what you're talking about. And you can like go sit over there and there's a little, they, they pour yeah, for you. you can have stuff. a beer or something. Yeah, and they got a little bar up there too. So I was like, oh, okay. He's like, I'm, I'm always always up to what's new on here. I was like, cool. So we'll we'll see how that beer tastes. Uh, my week in beer is more kind of experience based for me. Um, <clears throat> we are in uh, kind of our own little collab fest up at Grains because uh, Mike loves doing collabs and- they're always really fun when you bring people in and chat with them. Uh, and so my my cool stories in my week of beer are just kind of the people I've hung around. Uh, we had, there's a couple that owns On Tap, the um, tap house in Bend. Um, it's a great, cool little spot. Uh, you know, a little indoor spot with like, you know, 30 plus beers on tap. And there's food carts surrounded with a great outdoor area. They're one of our best, they are our best account in Deschutes County, and they're just really wonderful people, and they came up, we brewed a beer for them for their anniversary. So it was nice chatting with them, picking their brains about the Ben scene, the brewery scene, the bottle shop scene, the tap room scene down there, which is very different than up here. Um, So it was cool to hang out with them, and they're just really great people. And then we had uh, some people up from Slice Brewing Company, Slice Beer Company, I think is their technical name, uh, out of Northern California. They just make really... Great classic West Coast style IPAs. Uh, they were really fun to hang out with and chat beer. Ran into the sales reps for Ghost Town. Um, they came in while we were hanging out. So it was like, wow, there's a lot of really cool people hanging out right now talking about beer. And then yesterday I got to run into like a lot of my friends from uh, Crosby Hop Farms as we do a series for them for Top Wire for the bar out there. Yeah. Uh, and it was just nice to catch up with the Crosby Hop crew and... You know, they're asking Mike and Owen questions about hops and, you know, you know, how does cryo, you know, now it's pelletized when it's oily, like blah, blah, blah. Just hearing some like real nerd conversations. It was really fun. That was kind of my week in beer. Nothing really exciting that I drank um, per se, but uh, experiences were my week. I did have a, a fun moment at Greens. Uh, so my roommate's friend, uh, I- I've known him for a while. Uh, they went to Penn State together and I visited and met him a couple times when I would go to Penn State to visit my current roommate. And... um when he first moved here, uh, he was super excited that there was a bunch of craft beer in, in the area, and he was a huge Hazy fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was his favorite beer style. He also liked sours a little bit, which I was like, he was like, Mike, what do you recommend? And I was like, if those are your favorite styles, I'm not really sure what to recommend Grains to you. Wrath is not the place for you. <laughs> well, he found he found Great Notion, which kind of hits both of those styles. He liked Great Notion a lot. Sure. And um, don't blame him. Very popular, especially in those two styles. We sat down and he said, you know, Mike, it's funny. We, we, we had talked about hazy beers and how you didn't love it and, and how there are some flaws in the brewing process and why you prefer West Coast IPAs and stuff like that. And he was like, you know what I'm drinking a lot now? Pilsners. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, 
you're a true Portlander now. Yeah. He's been living here for like two or three years now. And I'm like, so you've gone from hazy sours to now you're drinking like IPAs and Pilsners. I was like, <laughs> you've learned the West Coast palate, especially in the craft beer world. And uh, he had the Pilsner and quite enjoyed it at, at Grant's. That does remind me, I did see uh, 16 ounce cans of Freem Japanese lager. Oh. I did see some in the wild. So that's the third of the three, right? That's the third. Fourth, that's been out because we had bright, pale, and bright, sparkling, and the Hellas was out. Oh, that's right. Yeah, <clears throat> and guys, if if you don't forget, if you missed last week's episode, we had the sparkling IPA as our beer of the week. Delightful, and the bright pale was even better. So go find those Freem sixteen ounce cans because they are bomb. Dot yep. com. Did I age myself on that one? Bomb.com, the baby. bomb.com. Hey, you just gotta you just gotta own it when you say it. Well, I, I owned it and then I hesitated. That S was bomb.com. <laughs> uh so <clears throat> podcast today is beer for kids. Beer for kids. Uh these these are two of the three beers that were chosen by your children for you to consume. One of which we haven't had yet and I'm terrified of. The other that is already in front of us. Uh, what do we got? Uh, well, right now we have Block 15's Accumulator Doppelbach. I've seen that on the shelf. And we have Evil Twin Brewing out of New York City to the Milky Way and Back 9, which so is a milkshake IPA with Yuzu, Buddha's Hand, okay, Buddha's Hand, Tangerine, and Milk Sugar. Wow. 7.5%. Now, Evil Twin Brewing, I know them mostly for their barrel for their stouts. Beer. Yep. Um, and they're a little overly sweet but they really pack a lot of flavor into them. So that's a lot of interesting flavors that they put on there. What on earth is Buddha's hand? I have, I have no idea. I have is no idea. Like, is that I like will, uh, human nose in Futurama? <laughs> I will look An aphrodisiac? I will look it up at, at some point. But what's really interesting about these two beers, and 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 knowing the kids as as well as I do, is the kids are very artistic. They love to draw. They love to paint. They love to color. And they love to think of stories. And the label on this accumulator is very reminiscent to me of tribal cave drawings mm-hmm. um, or astrological stuff, potentially. Um, potentially some tattoo artwork as yes, well. Yes, very much like straightforward and simplistic that can be read differently by a lot of people. Yeah. And that's what I thought was very interesting about this can. To where the other can of this evil twin is a drawing of the Milky Way galaxy with some fruit around it <laughs> for whatever reason. Yeah. So it's so it's got space, which is awesome, and ha, there's fruits on there. Yeah, yeah. And so why the kids chose I'm fruit, these? I'm a fruit. Yeah. I'm, a fruit. I'm not quite sure, but you know, they you know, they can read, but they don't know what a doppelbock is. Right. You know, they don't know what block fifteen is. They don't know any of this stuff. They're clearly just looking at at the design. And it just kind of had me thinking about like where that design really resonates. Yeah. You it's know? interesting, right? Because it's it's because we've thing... talked about artwork on bottles and cans. Sure, it's many moons ago. It's one thing for us as adults. But the idea, you know, is as craft beer is becoming more and more of a, you know, a staple in households, you know, and you see, you know, if 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 I saw my dad drink, you know, I, I don't drink a ton of beer every night, but if I saw my dad drink as much beer as I do each night, I'd be like, well, yeah, my dad drinks a lot of beer at night. 
But the kids are kind of like, yeah, he drinks beer. They're cool. He works in it. Like, that's what he does and stuff like that. So it just has me, like, wondering what that separation is of what beer cans look like to kids as opposed to what they look like to us. Right, because you want to market to them. Right. (laughs) Dang it, you caught me on that. That is not what I meant to say. Uh, But, I mean, there are rules. I mean, like, you know, cigarettes and liquor and wine and and all that stuff are, are in marijuana. It's all the same way. Like, you can't market it to children. Like, you can't really sell candy cigarettes anymore. Right. Because you can't market that stuff towards kids to get them hooked on something that's illegal. However where we are in the craft beer world and how wild labels are you know i i've i've i now that i'm thinking about it i've seen this guy who would come in frequently with his son his son did karate and then he would walk with his son to karate and when they got done with karate he would walk to the store and he would get beer and he knew what he wanted he knew the styles but he always let his kid choose one based on the, the artwork the artwork yeah and that's it's kind of funny it's like We've talked about a couple times of go to your favorite place and just get something so completely different you would never get just to see if you like it. Right. And that's sometimes how you find delightful beers. Totally. I mean, look, I, at, you, look at you in the Wander Export Stout. You were well, like, yeah. I have no idea what this is. But he, on an even steeper level than that, when I got the Black Fermentation Project two sours recently, I just saw that and went, I've heard that of that brewery. I, I want to keep trying sours. Those two were some of the best sours I've had. And that was just because I went up there and, and picked it out, and the uh, the artwork was pretty cool. So, if that if you have kids, that could be a fun way to like learn about different breweries and beers. It's just like, hey, son or daughter or they, what would you uh, what would you like for me to drink? Right. Pick out your favorite can. And I do that sometimes too. I've already bought the beer, but if I go to my girlfriend's house, I'll I'll say like, hey, go get daddy a beer from the fridge. Your choice. <laughs> Not that level. I'm usually standing Daddy's at the fridge. Home. <laughs> God. I'm just joking. I'm no just, way. I'm just joking. Uh, and I say like one through six and just let her pick the number and I, I have the order in my head. Or I'm like, hey, pick a can. Any can. Uh, now show the can to the camera. <laughs> Don't show it to me. And um, sometimes she just picks like the greatest artwork and it's like not necessarily the beer I want, but right. hey. I'll leave it up to you. Right. It's it's a fun way to kind of like change it up as opposed to like, I'm in the mood for a West Coast IPA. It's more like, what should I drink? And it kind of alters the way you kind of view the beer. I ended up buying four of them. uh, And I ended up drinking one of them because our youngest was very into it. It was that ex novo uh, where the mild things are. Mm -hmm. And it was a dark English mild. And the the label had he just really loved the malt profile. Had, had, the la- <laughs> <laughs> big English traditional style kid. Yeah, like, yeah. Like he's way into the historical beers. Yeah, but the, he gets it from you. Your love for ESPs. You know? <laughs> the, the can the can had the like where the wild things are beasts like in a like a racing car with like a beer in his hand and it was like patterned so you you saw him so it was, was like, like small little mini like uh-huh, widgets of artwork just yeah. continuation and mm-hmm. it was all the same sort of thing and i was going to save it for this but every day he was like have you drank the wild things beer yet have you drank the wild things beer and yet? i had that beer so i i don't mind right, that which you... is why i kind of felt like it was yeah. okay but i had to because he was like have you drank the wild things beer yet have you drank the wild things beer yet because he loves that book yeah well of course so what child doesn't love where the, the wild truth. things that's are? That's the truth. So it was like, 
Guess I'm having an English mild. <laughs> it was pretty good. I actually really enjoyed it. Good. I actually yeah. really enjoyed it's it. It's a really good beer, yeah. yeah. As uh, I've been living in mid, mid-malt palate land. Yes. Well, here we are with more mid-malt palate land, maybe mm-hmm. a little darker malt pal- palate land. You judge this category Whoa. at OBAs. Whoa. Because so, I know so much about Doppelbox. Well, what do you think about this Doppelbock? Well, you know, I think... <laughs> and did you d- judge this beer at OBAs? <laughs> I don't have that kind of memory to recall that. This beer's clean. This beer's clean. It's a little darker than I think some of the other ones that I saw. It is definitely darker. It also is a little bit more sweet caramely mm-hmm. than other Doppels. I've seen a ton of Doppels on the market this last month. Which is so weird. Well, OBAs. Probably. <laughs> right? Like, I'm not kidding. Uh, like, let's win a medal. Nobody's going to put in Doppelbox. Everyone has the Here same market idea. Of choice, we have 13 new Doppelbox. I'm not kidding. When I go over to that section, there's like Doppelbox, Doppelbox, Doppelbox. I was like, oh my God, there's so many breweries are doing this right now. Yeah. Uh, so, this one's on the sweeter and darker side than them. Uh, not my favorite, but it's still tasty. I mean, it's not it's not bad or any off flavors. It's just not my favorite of the doppels I've had recently. I don't have an issue with the color at all. I think I think the color's fine. I think the aroma's really nice on this beer. Um, it it sits well. It's clean. Um, I I think this is a fair representation of Doppelbach. I'd say As if, where where it sits on a on a table, I got no idea. There's if there's other any, beers there next to it. Any criticism I have, it might be a little syrupy at the end. I think it's a touch sweet. It's got like that. Like sticky syrupy back into the taste, which mm. is not my favorite personally. Right, I'm I'm not as dry as you are, but I like the like clean mm. finish as opposed to like the down your down your gullet. And what I've learned a lot for my style when it comes to lagers, uh, I don't need them super dry. I found that my hoppy life lives in dry, and my malt life lives in, or you know, my lager life lives in a touch sweeter, which is why I like Hellas. Lives in wet. Yeah, lives in wet. You know I like wet. I know you like wet. So much. So much. So you know much what? wetness. I've got a pivot. I think we should do this Evil Twin beer as the beer of the week. Okay. I'm down with that. Yeah. It does feel like we're at a natural stopping point for the yeah, segment. Yeah, that's what I was feeling. I was like, oh, man, we haven't even opened that. I, I'm about to finish my Doppelbock. I really yeah. enjoy this. Uh, let's. I think we should give this beer its due course, and I'd, I'll look up Buddha's hand. I'd like to give it its due course. And you know what? I want to like it. Like, I do. I'm terrified to like oh, it. Oh, I'm terrified of it, but I want to like it. I want to. I want to. Mikey wants to like it. I mean, to be fair, I I want to like all beers. You know? I, I really do. Like, But sometimes when you know it's a style you don't love, but it might be kind of fun to see what it tastes like. Sure. There's like a, there's like a humor element you to know, it. You it, know, it's kind of like... You know, I, I've I've been very soapboxy in the past. Oh, I only think there's actually eight breweries in this town worth a damn. Uh, but the reality is, is I wish they all were. Because even though I work at one and have worked at another, and, and you love your beer and you pride on the, on the product you represent, uh, I don't want to drink it all the time. You know, I want to drink other things. And so I want everybody to be great. So in theory, I, I want every beer I have to be fantastic. Yes. Because metals don't sell beer. No. Beer, are, beer sells beer. Yeah, beer sells beer. Uh, artwork sells beer. Styles and trends sell beer. Um, notoriety sells beer. Marketing sells beer. Uh, trend hype sells beer. Um, but usually medals don't. That's for people on the inside. That's for brewers to give acknowledge to them to each other. Yeah, it's like the Oscars. Hmm. 
except less violence. Are we going to have a slap at the OBAs next week? Let's hope not. <laughs> Although someone's probably going to do a bad joke about it. Yeah, oh, guaranteed. The Vegas odds are high. I'd put $100 down. Is it still hosted by the... Uh, I, I, I imagine the boys will still host it. From uh, uh, Old Town and... And Gigantic. And Gigantic. Yeah. They like to do kind of cheesy jokes up there a little bit. We're definitely getting a Will Smith, Chris Rock joke. Most likely. We're definitely. Yeah. Or you could slap me while we uh, judge. And then everyone will call a conspiracy theory. Yeah. Did he actually slap him? Did he actually? Is did you, he just over? did a movie where he had to slap, so maybe it's fake. The podcast is over. Oh, my God. And then I win an award somehow for nothing and <laughs> go up there and cry and talk about how grateful I am and clearly wasted. Well, that might be true at that point. That might be true at that point. Uh, Jesus. Are we going to go up there and be like, we're beers on us? No, we're early, man. We're oh. 630. Nice. Yeah, we're early. Very nice. Yeah, I'm pumped. Then we can go chill. Yep. I'd rather get it out of the way early because then we can just like, after that, like, there is a little stress to going on the stage and, and presenting. Yeah. There was no stress in recording the video. We no. did that last year. Shows but like- Going up there and talking to the room is going to be a little bit more intense, so it'll be nice to not have to like worry about that after six thirty. <laughs> right, shows at six. We're supposed to meet in the uh, behind the curtain at six thirty. You'll have to show me how to get behind the curtain. I have to figure it out myself. Okay, we'll have to go. We'll like walk up in the middle of their their like opening remarks, like <laughs> looking for the curtain. Hello, hello, <laughs> Mr. Bean or John Travolta, just wandering. <laughs> yeah, around. just wandering, looking around. <laughs> Um, all right, let's get uh, let's get to our beer of the week. Let's do it. This is Beers and Us with Michael Lynch and Patrick Harris. Beer of the week time here on Beers and Us with Michael Lynch and Patrick Harris. You okay? Yeah, I was just, I always, whenever it's an IPA, I'm always like... Yeah, but it's in the can, you gotta pour it. Is it hazy or not? Well, you can sometimes tell from the top. So we looked up Buddha's hand. The the beer literally looks like, or the beer, the fruit literally looks like a hand. Buddha's hand. And it is a fruit. It is a citrus fruit. Yeah, the fingered citron is an unusually shaped citron variety whose fruit is segmented into finger-like sections resembling those seen on representations of Buddha. It is called that in many languages, including English, Chinese, Japanese, Korean, Vietnamese, and French. It is prized for its remarkably strong citrus scent, often used in China or Japan as a perfume or clothing, perfume of, for clothing or entire room. Well, um, uh, you should eat the brightly colored part, not the bitter white pith underneath. Gotcha. Well, one, uh, then Buddha's hand master over here. Two Japanese Buddha's hand and yuzu in and this. yuzu, yeah. And then two citrus Buddha's hand and tangerine in this with milk sugar. Uh, it is not a hazy. It is not as hazy as I thought it was. It's I like mean, it's un- more unfiltered. unfiltered looking. I mean, it. Whoa! It is, it is wildly citrus. That's the Buddha's hand, then, because they said in the thing you were reading how much it's meant for the scent. Right, and I actually am getting, like, the tangerine wow. exploding from it, too. Almost uh, like the Buddha's hand is, like, pushing that tangerine out. Okay, this is going to be disgusting, but uh, I have to share it because, well, there's a microphone in front of me. Oh, great, why not? Um, beer for kids. Beer for kids. <laughs> this has a very distinct bathroom memory for me. Wow. Because my mom would purchase bathroom spray for after you go poopy, and uh, it was citrus smell. 
and this smells like that spray. Well, it said Chinese and Japanese perfume for clothes and rooms. Yes. Uh, it smells identical to that spray, which is emblazoned in my head because I was uh, always in the bathroom. So um, here, here's to here's to the citrus poop smell <laughs> that I get now from smelling this. Yeah, enjoy, enjoy tasting that. Um, I don't know where the hops are in this beer. Um, my, my, my jowls are quenching. This Whoa. beer is tart. Whoa. Oh, okay. One. This beer is tart. Where's the milk sugar? <laughs> Cause I thought that would sweeten the well, tartness. Well, I get a little creamy in, in the kind of the mid palate area. It's getting more tart as it sits in my mouth. This beer is very tart and very acidic. Um, two, there's no hop character at all. Three. I kind of like it. <laughs> uh, I what if I told you this beer was canned on November twenty fourth? Well, that's where the hop character went. Yeah, but um, and that might be why it's more tart this this many months after that. I one of my favorite drinks is orange juice. Mm -hmm. This is like a slightly more pungent, sharper orange juice to me, and because of that, I like it. Yeah. Um, I can't take another sip of this beer. Mm -hmm. um, it is wrecking me right now. What it tastes like to me is if you have orange juice after you brush your teeth. Mm. And it is like so tingly on my palate and just like I'm, I'm dying for a glass of water right now. You know what? I guess I could see that because I do get the milk sugar. I, got, I took a second sip. It almost acts like the toothpaste foamy feeling. Yeah, I get that in the feeling, and I and I get a little like mint characteristic out of it too, which could be a hop combination, or it could just be the combination of the very high citrus and yuzu makes a weird. The yuzu with the lime is is with the tangerine. You mean? I, I I think the tangerine is actually the most prominent flavor in this beer. Yeah, it's really sticking out. I like it. Um, funny. I mean, I said I want to like it. I'm gonna look it up to see if I can find the hops. I like the beer. I think uh, it's not really a beer. But I like what it is that's in front of me because I, I love citrus drinks, and this is a citrus drink. <laughs> it's like if you order orange drink, this is what you're getting. Orange drink. Who likes orange soda? Kel likes orange soda. But the nose, though? Wow. So pungent. Um, They won't tell me the hops they use. Okay. So I don't have hops they used. That's okay. That's okay. We'll survive. Sorry, uh, sorry wow. you can't take another sip. I will say this is probably the most flavor bomb I've ever had in a beer. Yeah, it's just too much for me. Uh, and I love rich, flavorful things, so that's, mm -hmm. I think, why I'm leaning into this a little bit more than you are. Right. Um, I would have never guessed this is a milkshake IPA. No. Never, never would have guessed it. If never. this was put in front of me with no description. Fruited sour. I might not even have guessed it as a beer. Uh, I'm, I'm not kidding. Like it, It's like- oh, uh, I think it has beer- I think it has well, beer of course. qualities. Imagine this is put down in front of you. You, it's not told to you that it's beer or anything. Yeah, and you take a sip. My first thought is, uh, oh, what's the name of it? It's the uh, the orange drink that comes in those little short round bottles from Italy. Um, you thinking like Orangina? Orangina, yes. Okay. It, it reminds me of Orangina a lot, right off the top. Yeah, and I might be like, is this like a citrus soft drink? Like, I almost, like, I think that if I just knew this wasn't a beer or didn't know it was a beer, I might think it was a citrus soft drink at uh, first. It's 7.5%. Very alcoholic citrus <laughs> soft drink. Uh, <clears throat> wow. 
Wow. I'm not going to lie. I really like this. <laughs> Keep refrigerated. Drink fresh. Well, it's not fresh, but I like it. All right. I like it. I'm glad you like it. I don't know why, but it's it's like everything I wanted in this in this moment. Mike's going to be a smoothie sour bro in no time. Well, we had a smoothie sour, and you know what? I liked it. Yeah, that's wild. Well, so did you. Did I? Yes. Which one? Uh, well, the, the only the, the only one. Is it the only one? We, we we sat down and we were like, this isn't really beer, but it does taste good. Oh, yeah. Now I remember that. Yeah. I had a smoothie sour once, uh, maybe at OBA judging, maybe not, and I almost vomited. Mm. Great. It was terrible. It was really rough. Fantastic. I hope it wins a medal. I can't, <laughs> I can't wait for the uh, extra details that you're holding off for for next week's episode. Yikes. <laughs> All right, well, that's going to do it for us. Uh, next week, we will post on Thursday as per usual, and we will be doing our OBA recap. If you want to come... Two OBAs. Tickets are available now, I imagine. Yep. And uh, it's going to sell out. So yeah, I uh, would get on this sooner than later if it hasn't already sold out. Um, but we'll be there. We'll be presenting Barrel Age Stouts earlier in the show. If you want to come say hi, feel free. And uh, come get uh, come get drunk and meet some brewers and talk to people that you like their beer. And you'll get to see if you're just a listener of this podcast and that's your only level of craft beer involvement. You'll get to see the craft beer community at its best. A little behind the curtain. And uh, this was my first experience three years ago at OBAs of, of truly experiencing the craft beer community. It is a ton of fun. Yeah, it's great. So go talk to people if you go. Come say hi to us if you're there. And uh, try a milkshake IPA that's got a bunch of citrus if you like citrus drinks. Sure, why not? Why not? Why not? <laughs> beer for kids, everybody. Yay! They picked orange juice. <laughs> because they probably like orange juice. Uh, we'll be back next week with the OBA episode. Uh, have a very good rest of your week. Gainsay, go Bears. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.